Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Hockey is Played on Ice podcast. As always, I'm Tim, joined by John. Hello. And uh, today we're going to be looking at uh, some of the recent trades that have gone on. We're going to do a breakdown of the Seattle expansion draft and then laugh at, round. And then laugh at the Blackhawks. Yeah, uh, Seattle's probably just going to be a lightning round because, to be honest, it was kind of boring. Yeah, we'll make fun yeah. of ESPN for, you know. Yeah, yeah, we will ESPN. do that. <laughs> oh, God, I really hope that's not how it's going to be this whole time. With uh, them. If if by the end of ESPN's tenure, I want NBC back, I that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be bad. It's going to be kind of scary. Okay, well, let's just hop right into it with the Carolina mm-hmm. Hurricanes who have mm-hmm. decided they want to be bad I, I instead of good. fucking hate this team so much. So, in classic no-one-expects-the-Yeiser plan fashion, on July 22nd, the Carolina Hurricanes traded Alex Djalkovic for pending UFA Jonathan Bernier and a 2021 third? Take it away, Tim. Uh, I mean, I this I don't understand this pick, uh, or, or not pick, but this trade. Um, th- you trade away your goaltender that he's twenty five. He put up a nine thirty two in twenty three games last year. He was an RFA, so you have all of the you, you've got the power there, and you trade him away to the Red Wings to get a 32-year-old goaltender who's been with like five teams now at this point, who put up a 914 last year in 20, uh, 24 games. And, you know, he's a UFA, so he can just go sign with anybody else. Oh, and by the way, you get a third-round pick in this year's draft. Ugh, I don't. R- reportedly, Nedeljkovic wanted $3 million, which is what he got in Detroit. He wanted three and a half to earth or three and the Carolina hurricanes were like, you're getting 1.5 or you're not playing for us. Because- I guess is Steve, Stevie met him in the middle. Um, yeah. So I'm assuming my guess is they were half. at two and a half. Yeah, and, and and- he was at three, three and a half and they just met at three. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? So what a surprise. Don Waddell doesn't want to pay people. It's almost like we've heard this before because get this Don Waddell was the GM of the Atlanta thrashers and made some very oh, questionable right. decisions regarding not not paying people and also made some very questionable trades, including one that I don't remember the exact details, but it was not a good trade trading away Ilya Kovalchuk. So there's a track record here of iffy trades and not wanting to pay people. Now, I don't know if it's just coming down from... I know The reported thing was in Atlanta that it was management or ownership basically saying we can't afford to pay people right now because we're not getting fans in the stands. But then of course you don't pay people. And then the fans look, Oh, they're not, they don't care about the team. I'm not going to go see them. And then you get less people in the stands. So it just, you know, it's almost like a situation where you got to spend money to make money, not, Oh, we're not getting any money. So spend less. But with the hurricanes, you would think that, uh, Dundon would be like, yeah, pay him. We we want to win. You know, he's good. But nah, apparently not. Apparently, we just don't pay our goaltenders anymore. I, I would probably lose Dougie Hamilton for the same <laughs> reason because they don't I would, pay him. Yeah, I'd just like to point out that the Hurricanes have about twenty nine and a half million dollars of cap space. 
Oh, we're gonna and that's 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 not that no no what i'm saying is that that that's not going to be completely covered by extending svechnikov and hamilton it shouldn't there's there's easily three million there are we gonna i'll say are we are we gonna give svechnikov like an austin matthews type deal (laughs) i mean what i i doubt it i think I think if anything, Bergevin offer sheets. <laughs> oh, not again! <laughs> not again! I, I think I don't know. I think that would be really funny if he did a, like the exact same deal he gave Aho. That uh, no, let, let's not talk about that. For the sake of chaos, it would be hilarious. But but basically, so if twenty nine and a half, and did you hear what the plan is with goaltenders? Uh, I had heard reportedly that it was gonna they're gonna try and go with Bernier and Mrazek. Yes. Bernier, yeah, who that's that's iffy, their plan. If he at best he had a decent year last year on the Red Wings, you know, nine fourteen in twenty-four games, but that's twenty-four games still wasn't the bulk of the season, and Mrazek has been injured. So who's the starter? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> 24 games uh, is, is less than half of last season because it was 56 games. And Morazic, I don't even know how many games he played because he was out for probably half the year with injury. Hence why Nadelkovic got in 23 games. But I think the obvious answer here is Frederick Anderson. No, you shut I mean, we, your they, mouth. they wanted him. They wanted him last summer. You shut your mouth. They I just don't believe know. Toronto was asking for Hamilton, though. So Waddell hung up <sighs> smartly. Yeah, no, but this is. Let's. We don't need Frederick Anderson. He's. That's not a good idea. Yeah. What? Let's. Let's. We're trying to win. So let's grab the goaltender who has proven that he cannot perform in the playoffs. Great. Yeah. Um. And then the other notable thing that they did was trading defenseman Jake Bean to the Blue Jackets for a 2021 second. Not worth it. Not I'm worth it. frankly not even sure if they picked with because they had five trades. They made five of the billion draft. trades and make the draft made the draft take forever. Yeah, I don't understand that one either because they were at least committed enough to Jake Bean that they didn't leave him. Ex- well, no, they did leave him exposed. So I guess they just didn't. They don't want him. They they left him exposed in the expansion draft. He didn't get taken, so now they traded yeah. him away. What? I mean, he's not going to play anything more than third pair. Not it, not because, and especially not well, especially not behind Pesci and Slavin. I mean, true, but you still so, need somebody to play there, right? What are you going to do? Go sign Ryan Suter? I'm pretty sure the report on him is it's Dallas or New York. <laughs> Dallas or bust? Please don't go to New York. <laughs> yeah, that'd be annoying. Um. So yeah, that's that's what the Hurricanes did. Um, although there's there's a mega there is there is a mega thing that you don't know about yet that I know. I've stayed off of Twitter for <clears> the <throat> very reason because I don't know what's yeah. going on. So about three hours ago, sorry for losing my voice, by the way. Um, three hours ago, Frank Saravelli tweeted. Hearing that Tony D'Angelo and the Carolina Hurricanes no. are nearing no. a one-year deal. This is real. No. 
This is real. This team, thank they better. They're lucky I don't have any of their team apparel because it would be getting burned. I am no longer a fan (laughs) of this franchise if they sign Tony D'Angelo. Are you officially revoking? If they Your sign fandom? Tony D'Angelo, I am not. Oh, I'm trying to hey, find Seattle, the tweet. He tweeted, he tweeted a lot of things today. Frank Cervelli did. It was this morning. I'm trying to find it. I wonder, did he delete it? <laughs> uh, you better hope he did. Oh, no, there it is. Dang it. All right. Hearing hashtag Canes are closing in on an agreement with UFA defenseman Tony D'Angelo. Not done yet, but expecting a one-year deal. There's lots of interest and the opportunity to play with Rod, for Rod Brendamore was appealing. Yes, Tony D'Angelo is trending again on Twitter. That's not good. That is not good. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, thanks, Frank. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Are you seeing the same? Are you seeing the same tweet? Are you seeing the Carolina fan? Is that, what, are you, what are you seeing? I'm seeing a tweet from at Mike Fail. Okay, no, I'm not. Tony, Tony D'Angelo <laughs> going to lead the storm surge after a win. It'll be a dramatic telling of the storming of the Capitol. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw that earlier. So we all know about Tony's burner NYR fan. Um, in the comments of Frank Cervelli's tweet, there's a C-A-R fan. Oh, no. <laughs> and it says, what a great signing. The Soy Boy Rangers will always regret letting this yep. Norris yep, Trophy yep. caliber defenseman go. There it is. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, oh, that's good. And um, also, apparently, they're also looking at Vertanen. No clue why. Oh, great. Um, let's just let's just get all of the, the yeah. rejects. I mean, so are we sign them to uh, mm-hmm. uh, what? Are next, are they going to trade for Logan Mayu? Mayu? Like, come on! <sighs> God damn this this. I'm sorry, but after seeing this, Waddell's got to go. Really, you're going that far? Yeah, he's made two crappy trades. One of them, albeit more crappy than the other. Can you make like seven trades? Well, yes, but the rest, he, he, they tied an NHL record. They picked 13 players <laughs> in a seven round yeah. draft. Woohoo. Yeah. No, like th- he made a crappy trade with, with, uh, for freaking Bernier. Um, the Jake Bean trade, I understand it, but at the same time, I would have rather kept Jake Bean around. Oh, by the way, uh, um... I was going to sign D'Angelo. Free agency opens tomorrow, and Bernier is not under contract yet. Yep. So there goes Bernier. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I this Razik isn't under contract either. So you want to know what I have up right now? What, what you got up? I have a random wheel with every NHL team on it, and I'm gonna spin it. That's gonna be your new team. I better be cracking. <laughs> I want to. I like. I like at least. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's my team now? It's the Coyotes. Oh, great. Another dumpster fire organization. Great. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. That was that was just a bit I wanted to do. Yeah. I don't know. The that Arizona, was fun. The Arizona Coyotes, also known as give us your contracts of players that aren't playing anymore. They are oh, they are they are doing a rebuild. They're you know, in three years when they have both Connor Bedard and uh, Shane Wright, we're gonna be sorry. <laughs> they're they're gonna get like three or four high picks in a row. 
This and this is not. <laughs> they're do- no, they're doing a rebuild the right way. They're gonna get some assets for Kessel. Um, they're gonna get some assets for Kemper, who I've heard the Penguins are interested in. Well, Although there's another goalie who's potentially available that the I, Penguins I might team, be interested in. We'll get to that. Yeah, they now have Kessel. they now have four second round picks. Actually, no, they have five. Yes. They have five <laughs> seconds next year. How many seconds do you want? They're, they are doing the NHL. 21 rebuild style. I mean, the the interesting thing to note with um, the the interesting thing to note with you know the Kessel thing, I can tell you a team that is very interested in some uh, forward core members. Uh, that would be the Seattle Kraken because they picked Back. like all defensemen. Oh my god! If Phil goes to Seattle, I will buy that jersey. I would probably buy that jersey, although I, I might have to buy a Morgan Geeky jersey because Dude, I was Phil, right. <laughs> Phil getting traded broke my heart, but I still bought a Coyotes Kessel jersey because their reverse retro was sick. But so, you know, Phil, he's got one year left at 6.8. So then they're rebuilding. That's getting moved. Uh, Nick Schmaltz, you know, he's 25. He's pretty damn good. That could get moved out as well. In the name of just assets, Christian Dvorak again, twenty-five. He's under term. He's on a long-term deal. You can get assets for that. Um, let's see here. Strawman, who they just picked up, uh, was it today or yesterday? For for another second, you know, that's probably not going to get moved out unless a playoff team wants him. Oh, uh, oh my God, Jacob Pete, Chitrin Pete under term. You can get a holy shitting haul if you make Jacob Chitron available. Oh, absolutely. Like, if I was Seattle, I would have given them the second overall pick for him. Um, like, I am that high on this kid. He's only 23. Oh, he's so good. So here's, here's, a, awesome. tweet from, here's a tweet from John uh, Gambadoro. Coyote should yeah. be very active with trades and free agency. Phil Kessel has likely played his last game for Arizona. Vegas yeah. and Florida could be where he goes. Washington and Vancouver no. have some interest in backup goalie Antiranta, and Darcy Kemper is a target of Edmonton and Colorado. Wait, that was that was oh Darcy Kemper is also a target of Pittsburgh, but okay. after today, I'm not so sure. Um, what was the other team other than Vegas? Uh, Florida. Florida, bro, Phil in Florida would be. So yeah, but much you would have thought that would have been part of this of the Strawman deal then if he was if he was actually gonna go to Florida. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I think that that's something that they look at after they get Reinhardt under contract. Because he's an RFA still. Oh, so. did you see Ovechkin got resigned? I know that I did. Topic, I did. Five by nine Which, and a half. By the way, imagine taking less as you get older. Imagine. Did you say ten and a half or nine and a half? Nine and a half. Okay. Apparently, he needs to score an average of thirty-three goals per season to beat uh, Gretzky's record. Yeah, I think he's probably going to do it in about a season and a half. <laughs> I mean, depends. Let's see. Um, how about this tweet from Pete Blackburn? Um, can't. Uh, this is in regards to Frank Cervalli's tr- uh, tweet regarding D'Angelo. Uh, Pete Blackburn said, can't fight your team's goalie if they don't have one. <laughs> oh, man. That's mean. Funny, but mean. Yeah. And then, um, let's see. This is a 
this is uh, at shutdown line on Twitter. Uh, it also in regards to the D'Angelo one said, uh, look, uh, all I'll say is that this signing is just a rumor and all I'm seeing from the fan base is how they've already talked to someone about canceling their season tickets. It's not a small number of people who don't want this to happen. Wait, I'm sorry. What? I zoned out. I was uh, reading basically, news. Basically, um, be, uh, this all over, like Kane's Twitter and just Kane's fans in general are yeah. down and saying if this signing happens, they're going to start like... So I, I remember Tony D'Angelo being a shit, but I don't remember why. Uh, I don't remember what his problem. Oh. Racist actions with the African-American oh. rookie that scored. A oh, uh, oh. anti-Russian. Yeah, comments. Badger boy, Badger, Badger, Keandre Miller. Yeah, Keandre Miller. And then I like anti- him because he was a Badger. Anti-Russian <laughs> remarks that then Ooh. sent Georgiev into a rage. And that's oh my. That's when. T- that's right. That's when that's D'Angelo right. got socked in the face. In the fucking Kreider beat him up after the Penguins beat them in overtime. I remember that. Yeah, because basically D'Angelo oh. made D'Angelo made some snide remarks I, about yeah. Yorgiev. I remember that. Yorgiev let in the game-winning goal, and then it, I'm pretty Yorgiev sure it was D'Angelo him, and then Kreider jumped on top of him. I I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure that. Oh God! I want to find it. I'm pretty sure that D'Angelo was on the ice too. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of the Penguins games against the Rangers, uh, a lot of them were earlier in the season, so I have trouble remembering them. Yeah, like the main thing I remember was like POJ played against the Rangers a lot. Yeah, I don't. This is. I, I do not want. Uh, I like. I'll take. I, I would take them signing Suter over signing D'Angelo. I mean, I think most people would, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, although you're getting two completely different players in that. I know, yeah. but one of them is Ryan Suter, and then the other one is Tony D'Angelo. I Suter from from the reports that have come out of Minnesota, Suter is a good leader in the locker room, not one that's going to tear the locker room apart. I mean, are you really shocked? I mean, Ryan Suter's getting older, so he doesn't have the energy in him to be an ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Well, that's just an interview. Yeah, I can't find it, but I I remember it was against the Penguins. Um. That, that that meltdown happened. I don't know if that was ever actually confirmed. Yeah, I'm not sure if it. Was, um, but that's that is reportedly what happened, and that's why he sat the rest of the season, and then he got bought out. They will. They yeah. It was bad enough that the Rangers would rather pay yeah. him to not play. Yeah. Um. Although it is it is a cheap buyout because he's young, so. <sighs> I can't find it. I, I'm like ninety percent sure that D'Angelo was on the ice for the goal. Uh, somehow thought it was Georgiev's fault, which, you know, it's Sidney Crosby. What are you gonna do? Yeah. So let's get into move, moving on from Carolina before I completely. Breaking this news team. on the show: Mike Riley just signed in Boston for three million. Okay. 
Yep. That is the thing that happened. Yep. So let's move on um, to a quick breakdown of the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. Uh, that was boring. Yeah, it That's... was very boring. I think the most the most uh, interesting part of the entire broadcast. Now, granted, I didn't watch it live. It um, was cringe. I, I I did actually didn't even watch the ESPN well, broadcast. I I have I have to clarify. Uh, I watched it live because I thought that there would be a bunch of trades like there were in Vegas. We knew the team by noon on Twitter. I mean, I didn't because like I was, I was at work. I was at work. I I was at work. I went on break. I look at my phone, and Frank Saravalli's just blowing up the timeline <laughs> with yeah. like literally every pick. And apparently, this happened with Vegas too. I don't remember that. I don't either. Uh, I but it, on hockey Twitter during the Vegas draft. Yeah, I do remember. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it was just really funny to me. It's like, okay, well, there's their team. And then so like, well, I guess I'll watch the broadcast for all the trades. Uh, and there wasn't a single trade, which I think, you know, it, it shows you how Ron Francis is going to run this team. He's going to set a price. And if no one meets it, then no one meets it. But at the same time, that I feel like that mm, kind of hurts. Like another, sounds like another GM that uh, we were just talking about. But at the same time, I feel like that kind of hurts you. Does if you're not compromising, um, it means that teams are going to be less inclined to want. Exactly, like the thing that Vegas, the thing that Vegas um, did so well uh, was in their side deals. Yeah. Like they got a second from Pittsburgh to take Flurry, and they were probably going to do it anyway. See, my, my um, thing is, and I think this is something to note, is that I think maybe not only was Ron Francis a little bit harder on teams, you know, I'm not going to change off these prices. It also could be that teams were very afraid of getting fleeced a second time around. It was, you know, yeah, second that time is in true. Years that they, Vegas fleeced people. Absolutely oh, yeah. fleeced them. Yeah, the Ducks begged <laughs> the Vegas to take Shea Theodore. And it's like, oh, yeah, sure. We'll take Jonathan Marshall. So even though we were going to and Riley Smith. Yep. Um, yeah, so I think this time around, it was kind of like, okay, you're going to take someone. We know that. Just do it. Um, but honestly, I don't yeah, think I don't think they're going to be that good. Including Bergman going, yeah, take Carrie yeah. <laughs> Price. I dare you. I don't I don't think they're going to be that good. I really don't. No, I mean. They've got a decent defense, and Aberley's going to do fine. I don't more, know about Yanni Gord. That is, ooh. I don't know how you take that contract without trying to get it like at least a second or something. Uh, Don Skoy probably going to be fine. <laughs> Brandon Tanev's their fourth highest paid forward. Yeah. Yeah, significantly different than my team. He's, he's not. Yeah, he's though. not going to put up. He's. I got thirteen. Is that yeah, what I said before 13, the show? Yeah, yeah Brandon Tanev's not going to put up a ton of points. McCann will do fine. Uh, Yarn Croak doesn't put up points. Yeah, they need they need forward help. Hey, their defense, they, their defense though, is quite nice. They grabbed more. Uh, Nikki, though, the two, so got- the two real. Oh yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't even show up on here. Oh, it's because you didn't take yeah. him. No, no, I'm looking at their actual cap friendly. Oh yeah, bitch. technically right now he's labeled as as being minor league status. Oh, yeah. Who, okay, who that's is why. their AHL affiliate? 
I'm pretty sure they're sh- they're sharing with someone. I don't remember who. Uh, Palm Springs AHL team. Uh, uh, it'll be it'll yeah it'll begin play 2022-2023. I know they're sharing with someone for the first year. I can't remember who though. Yeah. Probably like Utica or something. I don't know. The same thing that Vegas did that. before, because or actually Vegas yeah. didn't. Vegas basically took Colorado's, and then Colorado yeah. got the Colorado Eagles to move up from right. whatever league they were in before to the AHL. Probably the East Coast League. Um, yeah, but the, I think probably the only notable things is that um, Vegas took two pending UFAs. Of which I didn't do, and I think he only took one, and that was I think Barclay Goudreau from the Rangers. Right? Does that sound right? Yep. Okay. Uh, so they took Jamie Alexiak, the big rig. Who the big rig. I I still will never forgive the Penguins for looking at him and Jack Johnson and going, hmm, yes, we Jack should Johnson. trade Jamie Alexiak. <laughs> Uh, so, and then he got a massive extension, uh, 4.6 until 2027 massive. And then they, and then they picked Adam Larson, uh, 4 million who I think is going to, and they signed him at a four by four. I think he's going to be really good for them. Yeah. He has the potential to be amazing for them. There was a lot of talk after he left Edmonton about like, you know, he was never really able to settle down and play his game with all the, oh, the trade is one for one comments and all that. Mm-hmm. But last year, he put together a really nice season. Yeah. Uh, let's so I think that could be nice. Carson Sousey, great third-pairing defenseman, also a guy you can trade. Hayden Fleury, Jeremy Lozon, Vince Dunn, William Borgen, these are all Dennis Chalowski, you know, trade bait. Do whatever the hell you want to do with him. Chris Drieger got the extension, as we said on our last show. Yep. Vanacek is currently listed as a backup, which is probably going to happen. Uh, and then they, they also picked they yeah, Joey Decord. Yeah, I'm still confused by that. I would like an explanation on why you take Sousey, especially when you already have Hayden Flurry and Vince Dunn. Yeah, like you really. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that. I guess the I guess the reasoning is they they just wanted Drieger and Vanacek and they didn't feel like they could put Kaplan yeah. down in the in the minor leagues because they are yeah. they are sharing uh, the Charlotte Checkers for the twenty twenty two season with the Florida Panthers and they are not the Hurricanes team no, anymore. No, the Hurricanes I think are aligned with the Chicago Wolves, which annoys me because I grew up a fan of the Milwaukee Admirals and there was that big rivalry with the Wolves, but. My God, this contract is stupid. Which contract? Uh, Ovi's. Oh yeah, the. LeBron just treated uh, just or he just tweeted the contract structure. <laughs> this year he gets a million in salary, a four million dollar signing bonus. Next year he gets a million dollar salary, a nine million dollar signing bonus. The year after that, it's a one million dollar salary, with eleven and a half signing bonus. Oh and then the year after that, it's a five million dollar salary with a six million dollar signing bonus, and then a five and a four. That's that is really dumb. <laughs> Oh, that is. Oh, 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 what is what is going on? Uh, Pierre LeBron just tweeted a 
hearing that Nate Schmidt appears to appears willing to waive his no move clause to go to Winnipeg. Why? Why uh, would you want to go to Winnipeg? Good question. I don't know, maybe like housing is really expensive and yeah, and then Friedman just tweeted Nate Schmidt to Winnipeg is closing in. So breaking news on the show. Yay. That's fun. It's yeah. not a flurry. Nope. It's but, not a flurry. You know. All right. Speaking of that, let's you want to talk about Chicago yeah, being really dumb. Yeah. So let's see. What was the first mm-hmm. iffy trade that they made? Let me scroll back on TSN Trade Tracker real quick. There it is. July 23rd, 2021, the Chicago Blackhawks acquired defenseman Seth Jones, a 2021 first round pick and a 2022 sixth round pick. The Blue Jackets, who they traded with, uh, acquire forward Adam Boakvist, a 2021 first round pick. So there was just a pick swap, Um, a 2021 second round pick and a 2022 conditional first round pick that becomes a 2023rd or 2023 first round pick if the Blackhawks win the trade or, or the uh, the draft lottery which knowing the team they currently have built is entirely possible Adam Bodquist is a defenseman by the way it says f in front of him yeah yeah but is he's a defenseman TSN TSN did a dumb or maybe I'm doing a yeah he's he's a right defenseman on cap friendly TSN did a dumb. Yep, he is indeed a defenseman. Okay. Yep. I did. I just pulled. So I have. I have an amend to make from last show. Last show when we got talking about Seth Jones, uh, I said his reputation says he's really good. Analytics say he's a play driver and an offensive defenseman, uh, and the eye test says he's okay. So two out of the three statements are true. Um, but analytics say he just sucks, that he's not good at anything. <laughs> so perfect sorry for, for misrepresenting. Hawks. Yeah, perfect. I love this. And now he's under he's under contract at he's on whatever his cap it is this year. And then he's under contract at nine and a half million for the next eight years. He's currently what twenty nine? No, twenty. No, he's twenty six. Twenty six, I believe. Yeah, but just to put that into perspective a little bit, I am currently nineteen. I will be twenty eight when this contract expires. I'm gonna be like darn near. I'm gonna be thirty. You're gonna be thirty. <laughs> I'm gonna that's, be thirty. That's ridiculous. Oh my! That is ridiculous. Yeah, he's 26. So, so he's gonna be that's he, he's gonna he's be 37. That's insane. No, no, not 37. He's gonna be 35 nine years from now. Okay. He's five years older than I am. Okay, sure. So he'll be he'll I'm be not 35. Oh my. That's ridiculous. That is oh my god. That is laughably hilarious. And then they weren't done. Yeah. The, the Blackhawks just today. Now this trade is a fleecing by the Blackhawks. So this is more laughing at the well. Golden Knights. Uh, so today, July 27th, 2021, they have the Blackhawks acquired goalie Mark Andre Fleury for forward again, I'm assuming that TSN got this right, forward Mikhail Hagarin. Yeah. yeah, he is a forward. He's an AHL plucker. They the deal was for cap space. Um, Stan Bowman expected Flurry to play for the Blackhawks. 
Flurry, uh, Flurry does not. He has other want, ideas. He does not want to play for the Blackhawks. Um, and to be honest, let's I don't see blame here. him. All right, I have a couple things. Rob Rossi has been kind of popping off today. Usually, Rob Rossi just writes schlock, um, but today he's kind of going off. His his stuff today is kind of chef's kiss. Uh, instead of just the usual garbage he puts out. Um, but so he he is doing some pretty good reporting. So directly from a Rob Rossi Athletic article, if you won't read the whole thing, just buy the Athletic, it's worth it. Uh, a source close to Flurry described him as totally shocked. Another source said Flurry doesn't want to play there. Those stressing the sentiment had nothing to do with the Blackhawks organization, but rather Flurry not wanting to uproot his family for an unfamiliar locale. The source added, though Flurry has long has long suspected upper Vegas management, uh, and especially coach Peter DeBoer, to not view him as their guy, Flurry was confident that he would at least finish out his current contract with the Golden Knights. Of course, because you know he won a Vesna and had really good numbers. Well, I mean, you wonder why. So, maybe, maybe people within Vegas, especially Pete DeBoer, aren't super happy with you. Do you remember last playoffs? The picture of Flurry making uh, a save with a sword with DeBoer written on it in his back. Yeah, yeah, you know, I do I, remember that. That's I been wonder, all over Twitter today. I know. I, I wonder <laughs> why. Maybe they didn't like you mark andre you know your 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 agent kind of sealed your fate for you uh, i don't i don't think so plus we we know that um potentially kessel is linked to vegas so they're trying to free up cap space to probably go out to what yeah. maybe i mean grubauer apparently wants way more than colorado wants to give him yeah and so are is Vegas I mean they already have Leonard. I don't I think they're just gonna go for a cheap backup. Oh well the I, trade market. May, may I interest you in uh, an Alex Nadelkovic? Oh wait. <laughs> All right. So another uh one of his suspicions came from a conversation that he had with Bill Foley, who's Vegas's owner, and Foley blocked a trade between the Golden Knights and the Penguins. So I don't know where that went. Uh, those closest to Flurry have said that him and his wife hoped to finish his career with hoped he would finish his career with the Vegas Golden Knights. The Flurry family has taken to life in suburban Vegas and do not want to uproot their three children. However, if an endgame with Vegas was not in the cards, Flurry has long eyed to return to Pittsburgh, where his legends has only seemed to grow since the Penguins allowed him to depart after their 2017 Stanley Cup victory, which I cannot stress enough was the right decision. Hindsight's 2020. You know, look at it now. Uh, Pittsburgh's home to him, a source said of Flurry. He and his wife, uh, that is French, and I'm not even going to try that. Uh, I should know her name, though. Uh, they grew up there, you know. You know, he was the first overall pick of the Penguins in 2003. Yep. And he was there forever. Um, the expansion draft in 2017. Yeah. Flurry was open to rejoining the Penguins last summer. Uh, obviously, we knew Rutherford was throwing the kitchen sink at Vegas trying to reacquire him. Uh, and it just never worked out. Uh, it goes on to say here Rutherford felt Flurry would be a good mentor for Jari and envisioned Flurry being the number one goalie. Um, and then the, even though they would 
lean on Jari in the regular season so Flurry would stay pre- fresh for the playoffs. Fair enough. Was was the idea. So um, let's see here. So there have been questions about Mike Sullivan and Mark Andre Flurry, how that works because Sullivan played Murray a lot over Flurry. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I don't get, I don't know why you wouldn't. Murray was throwing up great numbers while Flurry was there, so I, I don't know. But sources close to Flurry said he's in good standings with Sullivan, who, by the way, uh, I don't know if you saw, was named uh, the Team USA coach for oh. the ne- upcoming Olympics. Interesting. So congrats on making Team USA, Brian Rust and Jay Cancel. <laughs> yes. Also, uh, let's see. Uh, c- congratulations to uh, Jim Rutherford for uh, you know he you know doesn't have to worry about making trades now. <laughs> oh my God, he would be making so many <laughs> right now. <laughs> Just the way the market—it's a buyer's market, but God, you're spending a lot. The NHL GMs have just—they've all drank the stupid juice. Oh, here it is. Uh, once complete, the Jets send a third round pick in 2022 to Vancouver for Nate Schmidt. Yep, they're just pending a trade call. Yeah, okay. So, So let's let's see anything more on Flurry. Penguins Brass is said to have been surprised by Vegas trading Flurry to Chicago. Team Source says they're currently evaluating the situation and talking to Chicago. Um, I wonder, three three team trade, three team trade. You give maybe well, you, you uh, get, source inside the Penguin organization. Get, um, get, get uh, um, fucking uh, Arizona involved. Just retain some cap. <laughs> That's actually smart. Uh, bringing in Flower would be huge. Every team in the league is trying to sell tickets. We're the same. Our fans love Flurry. He's more popular now than when he played for us. Uh, team source said. Uh, uh, Flurry returning is endorsed by Crosby, who, of course, they're like best friends. Um, Hextall and Burke are both in favor of adding Flurry, but quote, not at the number he's at right now. Yep, so there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's it's just all about money. Um, somebody, somebody needs to retain on him, and there's yeah. a team that's been doing that. Arizona. They they're not even retaining on some people. They're just acquiring yeah. dead contracts of people. Uh, a Blackhawks source said, "Quote worth a try, I guess." I mean, yeah, you gave up an AHL guy for a Vesna Hall of Fame goaltender. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, who was on? It, it, it really makes sense what when you put it that way. No, no trade list. I wonder. It was probably uh, it was ten team list. I know. Oh, I know there was one team on it that was interested, but got blocked. I want to say it was like New Jersey or something like that. Well, they can just sit there. Let's see. Um, now, what would happen with the um, what would happen with like cap recapture if he retires now? Nothing. Um, yeah, there's nothing. Because his last his last contract was signed under the current CBA, so there's no recapture. Oh, true. Good point. The last, all the all the recapture comes from the just the stupid like 15 year deals. Diving contracts. Yeah. Um. So if we go to the Blackhawks and we go down to goalies, uh, we go to Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah. There's there's nothing. I mean, the Blackhawks could just buy him out. Um. 
which wouldn't hurt them all too much. It would be three million this year and two million the next year. Um, but a couple real surprising moves from a team who less than a year ago told their fans that they were rebuilding. Yeah. Hmm. The rebuild is apparently over. Yeah, the rebuild's over. You can't rebuild now. Nope. Let's see. Can it's I see his contract? no longer possible because you no longer have your own first. Uh, I mean, this is also um, his contract as well. So. Couple, couple things to talk about with Vegas. Um, they're trying to be the New England Patriots of the NHL, and it's not working. They are. They're trying to be absolutely ruthless with their moves. Um, Flurry didn't find out about this deal until, um, actually, he found out on Twitter. Is what happened. No, like most of us, everything gets so on Twitter. Yeah, but I mean, and then they later went on to say like he's the face of our franchise. He's the most. He's like. I don't know. He's the most uh, like popular player they have, and they shipped him out for nothing. Like you can't convince me that you couldn't have got something for. Yeah, I don't get it. You can't. I don't. I don't know. This is breaking my brain, but it's opening up a very large, large hole for Flurry to come back to Pittsburgh yeah. and win his fourth. With Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. I just want to know, and that makes me happy. Is, but I can't seem to find it. It's it's a ten team trade list. Um, you know, I actually, you know, Flurry being, you know, I would imagine like. Also, I know that the Leafs called, uh, so I don't know. Maybe they're on there. Flurry, Flurry, Campbell. Actually, that would be kind of a, a decent. <laughs> that would be pretty fire. One A, one B. Especially because Campbell's cheap. Um. Yeah, let's see. Bo Bennett tweeted, "Mark Andre Fleury is the best goalie slash teammate I've ever played with." A lot of people would agree. Treats everyone like gold. It's crazy how he gets treated in the hockey world. Yeah, I don't. I really don't understand. Yeah, Elliot uh, tweeted one thing to watch here. That might be ramblings. Fleury, my true retirement. I've traded from Vegas for family reasons. Which again, like, sure, if your family likes Vegas, I don't know why you wouldn't. I don't know. This is this is just ridiculous to me. Um, yeah, let's see. I'm just I'm trying to figure out what this new trade list was. Uh, there it confirmed that. Um, New Jersey was on it, and I'm sure that okay. seven of them were the Cana- the seven Canadian teams. <sighs> There's you, two you more s- others that I'm trying to figure out what they were. I would imagine it might be like a team like Washington or yes, Philadelphia. No. I don't know. I could imagine it being a team like that. Yeah. Like I, I, I maybe that's just me being biased, but I don't know. Uh, but I really think the. I think that the this is definitely something that the Penguins need to look at. I mean, you don't the Penguins don't have a lot of assets, but you know Chicago got them for literally nothing. If they get like anything back, I'm sure they'd be fine. 
Um, and like you said, throwing in a third team like uh, Arizona, that's not a bad idea. That really isn't. Apparently, uh, Chicago and Vegas have been trying to make this trade work for a few weeks now. Yeah. Well, they didn't need permission from him. Yeah, they told him on the 12th, I read. And they didn't need permission from him because he wasn't on the list. Yep. Um, yep. Similar to how... I had talks with him as well, but... Yeah. You know, this is a guy that just... He deserves better. And... You know, Vegas is ruthless. We saw it last year with recently traded Nate Schmidt. It's like they got a shiny new defenseman and um, Alex Petrangelo sent Nate Schmidt packing. You know, I, like Flurry is never going to be unpopular in either Pittsburgh or Vegas. Um, I just, I don't know, oh, man. Get this. James Nouveau on, on Twitter. Okay. Uh, just so I have this straight, the Golden Knights dealt Flurry the day before he could submit a new no trade list and didn't tell him they were doing. Uh, it. Oh, these these how do they have fans outside of Vegas? I don't know that. That is like that is they true. were they were the cute expansion team for a season. I rooted for them. Their they were they were a they cute were expansion team for a season. And then, now you know, obviously the Vegas shooting tragedy happened and kind of the whole league was like, yeah, you go Vegas. And now, now they're just like the, the team that it, it, they're unlikable. I don't like now that they don't have flurry, um, you know, like Petrangelo's a likable guy and he's their best player. Do they and like Jonathan Marshall? So a shit. Um, he's kind of an asshole. Um, couple other guys are assholes and it's just like you know Mark Stone disappeared in the playoffs um, I just I don't I don't know man uh, from Elliot four hours ago McCrimmon says Flurry wanted to play in Vegas it is believed Flurry made it clear he didn't want to be traded whether to Chicago or anywhere else and this confirms it yeah this is this is not a good look for Vegas no. I don't I'll say the unfortunate I, thing is, is that he doesn't have a formal move, so he didn't have to waive anything. Yeah. Because you, you just, literally cannot ask a player to waive their their no trade list. If they have a team on their no trade oh. list, then they don't. They, like you literally cannot have them waive that because it's a thing that's updated every year of a contract. Or at least in his case, that's what they they did in his contract is that he can update it every year. So okay. They basically looked at that list and said, "Well, we need a team that's going to, you know, allow him to that's going to take his full cap hit, and then we can, you know, send them send him to that team. But we need to get it done before he puts his new 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 no trade list out because he can effectively block anything we want to do mm-hmm. if he if he's heard rumors of this trade coming. He can then to, uh, literally tomorrow could have put a new trade list a uh, new no trade list out right with." You're not with Chicago on it because they knew because they knew um, that he was yeah, so. he knew that they were talking so he probably would have done that yep he probably would have so they got it done today yeah. the day before he could do it but you know an interesting thing that I'm seeing in some of these tweets is you know he you know 
if they got uh, Chicago got him because they were not on his trade list, and they're also they were also willing to take the whole cap hit from Vegas. Um, yeah, none of it. Nothing here is saying that Flurry or Chicago isn't just the middleman do, doing a deal between, uh, essentially between uh, Vegas and the uh, Penguins, because th- it could just be a a mo- technically a modified three team trade. Instead of everybody, everything coming out at once, it's going to be a I trade to you. Oh. You go deal with them because I you want know what the I worst bet. part about this is if they had just traded Flurry last year to the Penguins, they would have gotten a ever living shitload of assets from the Penguins. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> that's and they got nothing for their franchise player. Yep, they got Here's- nothing, and he's better than Leonard. Like I like Leonard. Leonard's he's he's such a fun guy, but like, dude. Yeah. So here's a uh, here's a, a tweet that literally is just what we we talked about. Um. So this is at paddle underscore down on Twitter said. Um. So Kelly McCrimmon is you know obviously part of the Vegas. He's their GM, I believe. Um. So McCrimmon, we we might send you to Chicago. Mark Andre Fleury, I don't want to go to Chicago. McCrimmon, they aren't on your no trade list. Mark Andre Fleury, they will be July 28th. <laughs> McCrimmon trades Flurry to the 27th. For nothing, dude. Literally nothing. I, I, th- I think there's going to be another trade coming because they're not... Chicago isn't going to want to have just traded for a guy. Now, granted, they didn't give up a whole lot for him, but they're not going to want to just lose Mark andre Fleury. They're going to want to basically dangle him to one of the teams that he wants to play for, which is either back to Vegas or over uh, back to Pittsburgh. I mean, but how is this? I feel like this brings into question how much he's going to want to go back to Vegas, though, I with mean, the way that they've treated him. I, you know, you know, Vegas is going to end up on his no trade list tomorrow. I mean, I feel like this is. Maybe, but I feel like this is going to be like a similar to Aaron Rodgers, who's back, thank God. But I feel like it's oh, going to be like a contract. Finally. No, no, he oh, was under contract the whole time. He stopped being a bitch. Yeah. Um, but so the whole like his whole thing was like, I don't trust management anymore. Like this isn't about where it is or the fans or the media or anything. I just don't trust management. So I think it could be something very similar to that. And I mean, you know, there's nothing really coming up about Flurry currently. You know, I hope we don't really have to wait too long for more. But I mean, hey. If you, I want him back. I really want him back. I, you know, it's not that I don't trust Jerry, but like having Flurry again would be so much fun. I, I think Ron Hextall might might be trying to work something. Not only, yeah, he not could. Only he's been very back, quiet, but he, he has been get, very quiet. He needs to get a new goaltending coach. And if anybody knows about a good goaltending <laughs> coach, it's Ron Hextall because he was yeah. a goaltender. <laughs> he scored goals. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> But unlike Flurry, and also tried to kill people. Out. Unlike Pecorino, he was not too good right now. Oh yeah. Well, neither of them have a cup, so. True. Well, Hexel is going to get one in the next couple of years. Mark yep. my word. Just not as a player. Um, well, actually, hmm, Ron Hexel mm. coming out of retirement to play. Goalie. And <laughs> we we might have beat the Islanders if he was in that. 
<laughs> he would have just beat up the entire roster of the Islanders. Yeah, <laughs> he would have just, would have just fucking beat the shit out of Matt Martin himself with like a wooden Northland goalie stick. Yeah, but don't worry, Matt Martin's essentially at that point beaten up body would uh, still have been protected by the yeah. defenders instead of Eberly. By the way, notable, more valuable than Jordan Eberly and Matt Martin. Yes, yes. I don't that understand the line. He's insane. Alright, we should Please. probably move on. We've been on this for a while. Yep, Flower, I love you. Please come back. Let's look at the Please rest come of the home. trades that have been made since July 22nd when the roster freezes, when the roster right. freeze went away. So, um, we already covered the first one back, which was the Alex Nadelkovic trade. I hate that one. Uh, yep. The twenty second. That was uh, actually also, before. That was that was the first I trade. Believe. Oh after. no, it was the first trade after. That's right. Yeah. Um. So then we get the uh the Coyotes acquire defenseman Shane Gostisbear, a twenty twenty two second round pick and a twenty twenty two seventh round pick from the Flyers for no return. Perfect. Perfection. Goss Despair is a guy who can he I think he'll fr- he'll thrive outside he of Philadelphia. Of scenery, I think. He needs a change of scenery. He's good. He's a good player. I think he'll do fine. Uh you know, Philly, obviously they are changing a lot. Uh oh, we'll and very stupidly and very hastily. We'll get to that. Uh Goss Despair, though, good. You know, second round picks are always fun. Uh, seventh round pick, whatever, but you gave up nothing. Arizona textbook rebuilding. I love this. What uh, Bill Armstrong is doing, incredible. That is, yeah, this is He's prime rebuild. Arizona is going to be in a couple seasons when they inevitably right. get. We'll skip uh, over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch. Watch the trade. <laughs> they get the third overall pick or the first overall pick in two years. So they trade it to Toronto. So Toronto gets Bedard. <laughs> And Arizona gets awesome. Matthews. Insane. Oh, God. That's so much fun. But, all right, either way, uh, we'll skip over Pillick for a fourth because it's whatever. Yeah, uh, but Rasmus Ristolainen acquired by the Flyers for Hag, the, I believe, 14th overall pick and a 2023 second. Yeah, it was the 14th overall pick. However, it was essentially the third. Billy, ooh, baby, of- what are you doing? <laughs> Well, yeah, Billy, no. ooh, do you not understand that Ristolainen is terrible? Whenever I hear the name Ristolainen, I always just think back to last or two seasons. He's bad. Now, in the game with against the Penguins uh, between the Penguins <laughs> when uh, Ristolainen ran himself into the boards. <laughs> I remember Zach Aston Reese just looking at him like, fuck are you doing? <laughs> what was that? Literally, what was that? <laughs> Yeah, so the, that the was Flyers funny. get rid of Shane Goss's bear and bring in Rasmus freaking Ristolainen. Goss's bear is better, too. That's yeah. the worst part. Yeah, and then traded a first and a second along with Robert it's, Haig. It's insane. I started this by saying, oh, baby, what is you doing? But you know what? I am going to love Sid and Jake just eating Ristolainen and Keith Yandel, who the Flyers signed. Absolutely like, alive. They signed <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, while we're on the Flyers, um, the Ryan Ellis deal, where's that? That was before the expansion draft. Yeah, it was. But let's just talk about it quick because we're on the fly. Oh, that's the Jeff Carter deal. I scrolled too far. 
Yep, there it is. So Ryan Ellis acquired by the Flyers for oh yeah for Myers, Myers Patrick and, yeah forward Nolan. Okay, so they got him for real cheap. I mean Patrick obviously, yeah, if he ever lives up to his potential, he's going to have a ton of value. But then the the Knights flipped him to for Glad for Cody Glass because they were they would probably lose Patrick in the draft. Yeah, well, the, oh, yeah, and at Vegas going to lose uh, Glass was Ellis, exempt, so. and then Vegas was exempt because they get league privilege yeah even though the nhl literally should have gone fuck you you're really good you're losing a player yeah and let them deal with it but whatever um yeah so flyers also the ls deal is really bad yeah that contract like and and because of that i think the flyers might have a one to two maybe three year window yeah, they're trying. They're trying to be. Um, they, I think they'll go as far as Carter Hart will take him. If he has a year like he had this year, they aren't going anywhere. Nope. Um. But you know, I don't really love this team. They got yeah, Cam Atkinson much? too for Voracek one for one. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I it saves cap space for them. I don't really understand the trade from Columbus's perspective, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't like, dude, Mr. Lyman's making 5.4. That's nuts. Many more seasons. Uh, another, yeah, he's on, he's under contract for one more season. So yeah. So okay. if he sucks, you could just let him go. But like you gave up a holy shit load for him. Yeah, are we are we sure that uh, Jim Rutherford isn't secretly behind the, uh, <laughs> the, GM of the Flyers now? Yeah, first yeah. round pick, poof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first round pick, goodbye. All right, so another trade from July twenty third, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. Ooh. They they acquired defenseman Oliver Ekman Larson and forward Connor Garland. Uh, in a trade with the Arizona Coyotes and they're in Arizona's quest to see how few players they can even put on a team on the ice. Um, I swear they're just going to have one forward line and one defensive pairing and a goaltender the entire season. Um, Cause they, they've acquired forward Antoine Roussel forward Jay Beagle and forward Louis Erickson, along with a 2021 first rounder, a 2022 second rounder and a 2023 seventh rounder. Now, the Coyotes had to give up the 11th overall pick because of the uh, trade or the pick that they made last year, and then had to give up. Um, I don't remember the kid's name anymore. The kid who was a bully. Um, but th- so that that's was the- that. Those two things are not connected at all, actually. Um, was it not was it not from that? No, it has the them having to give up the first. Uh, their first had nothing to do with. Um. Shit. <laughs> it had nothing to do with Mitchell Miller. Mitchell Miller, that's what uh, it Yeah, it had absolutely nothing to do with him. Um, although it was the reason why they picked Mitchell Miller was because they didn't have this pick. It was because they were illegally testing prospects outside of the combine. Oh, gotcha. Yep. When Chaco was their GM. Yeah. So that's what that, happened. But that was, so that was the 11th overall. They put the pick that they got here from the Canucks for OEL is the was the ninth overall. So they and they got Dylan forward. Gunther, who's they, they pretty good player. Yeah. Is it is it weird I like this deal for both teams? Yeah. Um 
Canucks get, think, under, get out of that deal or that contract from Jay Beagle. Yeah, it gets it gets them out of a lot of bad contracts. Um, you know, they gave up the pick to do it, but they got Connor Garland, and you know, if OEL can return to any form he had, yeah. it might look pretty good for him. And then yeah. you know, has, Arizona has gets picks and people to play for them. So, yeah. I mean, they're openly tanking. They're openly going <laughs> for Shane Wright. Yep. So. I don't know. I like this trade for both teams. I think I like it a little more for Arizona because I think in reality, you wanted to get rid of Vacman Larson anyway. So the only thing you really had to give up was cap space and Connor Garland, who's sick, but like you can live without him. Well, Connor Garland was expiring anyway, so there's a chance that he didn't want to resign with the Coyotes to begin with. Yeah, that that is true. CNRF, eh? Oh, not not okay. a sign and trade, but a trade and sign. Um, okay, sounds good. So I bet his inclusion in it was was paramount on them having a a agreement in place with the Canucks. Yeah, I'm sure it was. But like I said, I just I like this deal from both sides. I think I like it more from uh, from Arizona side. Yeah, you get three picks because you get a first. And hey, uh, same thing. I said I, I didn't actually say that. I should have said this when we were on Chicago and Jones. That 2021 first might be really good. It's yeah because the Canucks, the Canucks are a boomer bust team. They're either gonna go like on a well, random run to the third the round or already be like so you're, are you talking low. about the 2022? Oh, 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 right. That's the ninth overall pick. I'm stupid. Yep. Uh yeah, so they have a 2022 second. But so that could, could still, still that could be like somewhere in the forties. That would be it awesome. Could be. It could also technically be the thirty third overall thirties, yeah, thirties or forties, because the Canucks are just like a they're random gonna team. Do good or they're, they're either do yeah, random run to the third round or like eighth last in the league. Yeah, well, the the thing is though, they are going back to the regular uh, divisions next year, so I think they yeah. make the playoffs because who else is going to make Oh my it? god, that's right, their division's awful. <laughs> yeah, the, their division is essentially most of the Honda West or whatever it was, the sponsor uh, uh, from last year. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, it was the Honda West. Yeah, it's, it's most of that. So you've got LA and San Jose and uh, Arizona. Yeah, it's Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. So it's it's Anaheim, Calgary, Edmonton, L.A., San Jose, Seattle, Vancouver, and Vegas. So Vegas is winning, obviously. Seattle's going to come second, I think. I think L.A. dark horses in the second, actually. Carried by. Uh, if if yeah. um if Cal Peterson has a good year and Alex Turcotte and Quentin Byfield come in. And play well, and Victor Harvidson yeah, has a good Harvidson. year, and Dowdy plays good enough. I think they could dark horse to second. Uh, McDavid definitely carries Edmonton to third, and then like probably wow, Seattle course. after that. Yeah, I don't think Vancouver's gonna do great if I'm being honest. No, uh, yeah, uh, but I, that I division's god awful. The Atlantic is the Atlantic actually might be really fun, because uh, Ottawa's weirdly like good so it would be funny just watching them wreck havoc <laughs> yeah and then the 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 metro is going to be an absolute bloodbath 
the metro. Oh my god, it's gonna be. <laughs> this metro is gonna be. It's gonna be. Bad. It's gonna be Carolina, the New York teams, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, all just murdering each other. Yeah. While New Jersey and Columbus just kind of watch from the sidelines. Yeah, the, the Atlantic is basically a. It's the haves and the have-nots. Mm-hmm. Like on top think... of that division is gonna be, mm-hmm. you're, you know, Tampa Bay probably still. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I the think... bottom will still be. None other than the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> I think speaking of Columbus, actually, real quick, I think they reside line. A. Did they? I think they did. Um, where the fuck? Where? Where? where I got where, it. Where, where, where? Uh, yep, line A accepting a seven point five million dollar qualifying offer. Oh, we accepted the QO. Yeah. So he. Hang on. Does that make sense? Because it. Where the fuck? Where is it? Where is it? It's not on Cap Friendly. No, I've got I'm disappointed in you, Cap Friendly. So, uh, he. Uh, Does that walk him to UFA? Is that why he did it? Um, so it's a one year, $7.5 million deal. Right. So that's then, what he was. Yes. Uh, no, it's a little bit more than what he was making because he was on it. Oh, okay. 13 and a half million. So, oh, okay. So it's a little more. He's on like six, seven, five. I feel like he probably signed it because it walks him to UFA. I bet it. Yeah, I bet that's why. Because he was right. RFA after, after um, this contract. So, update your website, Cap Friendly. Yeah. Say so the article on on Sportsnet came out two hours ago. Yeah, they don't have it yet. I saw it because Jay Frosh posted his analytical chart. Oh, um, oh, okay. Well, apparently. Uh, we were just on the Canucks. They just re-signed Garland. Okay, that I mean that makes sense. Uh, port cap hit of four point nine for five years. That's a good deal, decent, actually. Decent deal. I mean, Dude, Benning, just... Benning has some issues though because he's he needs a backup goaltender because it sounds like they might get rid of Holtby. Uh, he need, he needs a backup goaltender. Uh, he needs a new fourth line center because Jay Beagle was there. And he needs uh, another right-handed defenseman uh, to pair with um, uh, Quinn, uh, what, Quinn Hughes, right? That's my. Am, am I being stupid? I think, yeah, 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 probably. So they they need so, and he's only got how much? What's their what's their cap space right now on uh, uh, teams? The Canucks probably yeah, the Canucks, bad. It's I didn't I don't think it's much. Their mm. current cast base is twenty million, but that's, uh, that's oh, that's gonna disappear though with yeah. Hughes and Pedersen. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's like everyone talking about how much cap space the Islanders have. They have like five or six RFAs. Yeah, like so. Here's the thing, right? Like you got to resign Quinn Hughes, and I guess if you can't find another right defenseman to put with him, you I guess you resign Travis Hamonic. Yeah, I don't know. You currently Isn't have Tanev, right handed. Uh, well, uh, they don't have Chris Tanev anymore. He he was with Hughes, but he was lost in last offseason to Calgary. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah, so <laughs> their their right defense right now is Tyler Myers, and then Hamonic and J- uh, Jalen Chatfield are UFAs. I don't think I watched a single Canadian game until the playoffs. Same. I don't 
Yeah. So I completely forgot about that. Yeah. And then dead cap right now, they've got the buyout of Holtby, which apparently they did officially buy him out and Jake um, Tannen, who they bought out. They did. Yeah. So at least that's what it's showing on cap friendly. So basically Holtby's buyout is $500,000 for this season. Then 1.9 for next season. Jake for Tannen's buyout is 50,000 for this season and 500,000 for next season. And they also have the recapture penalty from the Luongo, <laughs> the Luongo uh, deal still on the books this season. <laughs> uh, so there's this, there's this Twitter account uh, called Grim Rutherford. Oh no. That's a Penguins fan, obviously. And he just tweeted, Bourbon Jimmy would have had flour here at my dinner table by now. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, six hours ago, the NHL.com uh, actually reported that Holby will have his contract bought out by the Canucks. So, he is no okay. longer Canucks. So, now, wow. who wants who the wants slightly used Braden Holby? Uh so the next trade on the list, we already covered the Seth Jones deal. We already covered the Jim yep. Dean deal. Is there anything so else that's like really notable? Um, this was a two for two, the Kings and the Coyotes. Not really interesting. Uh, check one. Yeah. Uh, the Sam Reinhardt. Ah, yeah. We should probably talk about that. So the, the Florida Panthers on July 24th acquired Sam Reinhardt from the Buffalo Sabres. And the Sabres in turn uh, acquired a uh, goalie, Devin Levi, and a 2022 first round pick. Uh, Levi could be really good. Could. Could, yeah. Uh, the first is probably going to be somewhere in the 20s. Um, and then Reinhardt is obviously really good. And I think he's going to be really good for the Panthers. Um, I like this trade for him. Uh, and if you're Buffalo, I know a lot of Buffalo fans are disappointed in the return, but I think just, the just way you. Buffalo. The, no, no, here, right. here. The Eichel trade is coming soon. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I feel like the way to look at it, the better way to look at it, uh, is by saying, oh, we got the return for Ristolainen for Reinhardt, is if you flip it, if you look at it as the Ristolainen, uh, is what you got for Ristolainen, is what you got for Reinhardt, and then what you got for Reinhardt is what you got for Ristolainen. It looks. It works a little better. It looks a lot better, actually. Yeah. So overall, they've actually done. The Sabers have done pretty well with their trade. Yeah. Getting getting total amount of assets back, not necessarily for the exact player that you gave up, but you also got way overpaid for. Yeah. You got way overpaid for the wrist line and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the only other real thing to note is that the Capitals traded Brendan Dillon to the Jets for two seconds, which yeah, is really making me question. Why Mike Matheson or Marcus Pedersen are still Penguins right now? Because this is a defenseman market. You need cap space and you need a spot for P.O. Joseph to play. Oh, yep. And there is the there is the official uh, trade there. Uh, defenseman Nate Schmidt has been traded to the Winnipeg Jets for a 2022 third round pick to the Knights. All right. There it is. Yep. That's really about all of them. I mean, there was the Strawman deal for the Coyotes. Yeah, we... Yeah, Coyotes are tanking and yeah. they're getting picks. Yeah, they got Strawman, Vladislav, Koliachinok, and a 2022 or 2024 second round pick. And Florida got nothing but a 2023 seventh round pick. Woo! <laughs> Tough. Yeah, that's, um, that's not it for the trades, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's about it. Um, I don't know if we really have much else to get to. No, uh, one thing that I do want to talk about, like, again, at the end of last episode, we talked about uh, Luke Prokop. Uh, yes. The NHL player who came out as gay um, on Twitter. Apparently, after he, he came out on Twitter, he received a phone call from none other than Elton John. Who oh, apparently cool. apparently does this um, to like po- uh, popular figures or you know I wouldn't necessarily that Prokop is a popular figure but he's a he's an up and coming hockey player he's a prospect and now I think he's, he's going to be pretty own. good and yeah I think he's going to be a pretty plus Nashville's a defenseman farm so he's going to be pretty good yeah he has he has I, I think he's going to have a pretty decent career um, but yeah apparently he got a phone call from Elton John and that's that's just cool. <laughs> Like a phone call from Elton John. That would be cool. Elton John seems like Elton John's pretty. <laughs> I think the only like thing I've seen that I didn't like that he did was that weird cameo he had, Kingsman Two. Yeah, but I just didn't cool. like that movie. So yeah, that that movie was was interesting. First one was really good, and then the second one came out, and it's like, oh, okay. Yep. All right, so I think that covers just about anything. Uh, well, actually, we ended last show with uh, Bucks and Six. Oh, hey, we were right. And guess what happened? <laughs> Bucks and Six. That might have been the most accurate thing we said on the last show. Yeah, you know? Um, are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Uh, so clearly, because that works, I'm going to end this show by saying flurry to the Penguins. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's the most logical trade. For Obviously. Chicago All right. There. So All right. Uh, we will probably have another show out before the end of the week. It's currently Tuesday, the 27th. Free agency is tomorrow. Um, we'll figure it out. It's we'll it'll try to get depend. another show out. It'll kind of depend on because I, I run a family ice cream shop. So it, it'll depend on what I can do around that. But we will try and make at the, at the latest. We'll try and have it out on Sunday night. Yeah. So. But yeah, thank you guys very much for tuning in to our second show. Um, if you want to get in touch with us at all, um, hockey uh, at hockey on ice on Twitter, 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 follow us there. Um, or sorry, it's it's at hockey on ice pod. Um, yeah, I forgot my own Twitter handle. Whoops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't go on it very often. I have three followers, so I mean. I would, I would like some two of them are us. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but thank you guys very much for tuning in, and we will see you in the next episode.